0: man what is up welcome back to the social skills for dummies podcast man it's another day i want to say man i hope y'all taking the information i'm giving y'all on this podcast to heart like i hope you are really taking the stuff i'm saying in i don't want you to take it for granted you know i i, I jump on this podcast man and i say what i say because i love y'all to death i got friends like y'all i'm like y'all in a lot of ways i got family like y'all um that's going through some of the same things i'm going through some of the same things and i really genuinely want want y'all to be great and i'm not like a, a youtuber that'll tell his customer base or his fan base i love y'all to death because we're all fans and customers too it's a duality there it's nothing wrong with that uh that i love them because i made a million dollars off them i haven't made a dime off y'all i haven't made a dime off the podcast you know so i want to say like it's genuine like i come on here and i say what i say out of love like I really love y'all so I hope you take taking in what I say you know to consideration man I really want you to do better I got homies that's thriving the same way as you and I'm helping them through the same thing so because I went through it myself so this is really coming from a place of heart but not to get too much into that one of the you know I want you to really pay attention and lock into what I'm gonna say on this podcast so you know I'm gonna be completely brief because my laptop's pretty much dying I'm in the car I'm attached to what's called a halo. It's a little device you can plug into and charge and jump your car and things like that. But the halo battery is dying super quick too because the, the laptop just requires so much battery. So I'm going to get to it. Um, Grant Cardone, one of the things I didn't understand when I was younger was he said, you know, everything in your life, um, every every major change in his life was facilitated by a big move. Okay. And I, I really didn't understand the po- importance of that. But a few years ago, I moved to L.A. I remember being in a place before I moved to LA where I was just completely lost, you know, and I wanted to be found. I wanted a sense of security. Um, I was in a place in my life where I ain't gonna lie, I had a lot of depression. You know, even years into like a lot of the pickup and a lot of the spiritual growth and spiritual teachings, I had a lot of fog in my head. I had a lot of depression. I didn't have a lot of clarity, I didn't have a lot of security. You know, um a lot of my life was just fear. Like I remember waking up every day and I was scared of almost everything. My girlfriend went to go to the restaurant, I was scared. what what if this happens? What if this happens? What What's happening? Homies wanted to go outside. I was scared. What if this happens? What if this happens? What if this happens? Like there was just so much there was like what like what could happen? Like I was run by fear. What if the future is not like this? What if what if what if I don't make it? Like what if this life isn't what, what is what is it supposed to be at the end of the story? You know, um, And I always wanted to be like concrete, you know, I wanted to be solid. I wanted to be like the action hero movies you know I want to be like Daniel Craig or something like that who plays James Bond you know I wanted to be like James Bond like or, or, or you know uh, like somebody in the anime like Itachi or like you know Master Chief like the characters I grew up in from video games like somebody just solid had a sense of direction was a leader and had a solid strength about him you know furthermore you know that's what I wanted underneath the surface you know uh, I guess you know I wanted to have a sense of security a sense of belonging and therefore a sense of peace and comfort but on the surface you know, one of the things that I wanted was just to be able to connect with the world with ease. I wanted to be the person that could swim through an environment, the external manifestation without feeling on the surface. Of somebody that could swim through an environment with no tension, no anxiety, and actually enjoy myself, to drink the quality of life and experiences that I wanted to. And I remember thinking that, you know, uh, that solace, that that solitude of mine was in the things around me. Like this is after high school. I'm gonna tell you after high school story. When I was in college, is when I first got the sense. Of, you know being an adult and you know when you jump from high school to college what solidifies you as an adult in the world what solidifies you as somebody who's doing something what gives you the peace of mind in your mind you know, or comfort changes from what it was in high school and for me obviously I, my parents you know that's one of my biggest drivers man I wanted them just to be proud of me just to know that they did a good job raising me like I know when they looked at me as a baby they said he's gonna be the next Einstein and I wanted to give them that satisfaction because I thought that was the most important thing in the world I wanted my friends my family the people to look up to me like to adore me and you know that when I jumped out of high school, change and it was like in riches in business and success. You know, um, and I wanted to get there without a degree. But so I jumped out of high school, and you know immediately, you know all of these stories on the internet are hitting about oh millionaire overnight, millionaire in thirty days, uh, million dollar funnel. You know these business owners. That's around the time where Ty Lopez started cracking off. Um, you know people people like Gary Vee started cracking off, and they're teaching like online business is the way. Online business, like Amazon dropshippers started popping off, like. I remember that whole era like I was consciousness conscious in that era and I was really trying to be a part of it And so I wanted the lifestyle that they had I wanted the freedom that they had I wanted the the Unlimited expression in the adoration from the art that I was putting out And so I just jump into the game man like immediately like I'm working super hard And so there's a part of my mind that's branching off from who I was I grew up in a way where everything was traditional you get a job I mean you go to college college was the most important thing in a black family You go to college you get that degree and then you're proud of you then you finally made it then you're the one you know but I didn't want to do that right I wanted to live a life like I'm looking at the college jobs like they won't give me the freedom that I want they won't give me the maximum capacity that I want and you know one of the things they say the signs of trauma is are all or nothing mentality if you're not having it all then you don't want to do anything at all and so I wanted all the validation I wanted all the praise I wanted to do things that they never saw of me and so I started to go into this business stuff and I thought it was gonna be easy off the bat I was telling people I'm gonna to move to Chicago I'm to have apartments all around the world to stand a third um I, th- I thought it was just going to be peaches and cream. So I get in the business. I thought I was going to make a million in a month. And another month pass, in another month pass, in another month passed. And, another month passed. Um, and so in my brain, in my mind, there's this split in a row. And there's a part of me that wants to elevate. That wants to do higher things with my life. But that's not working out. There's a part of me that's trying to evolve. My friend Vernon, he always says, I always felt like I could shed this life. I was trying to shed the life that I was living and live a new life live an upgraded life, live a life of a higher mentality where everything's possible. That was the first time in my life I had began to change from the environment that, that started to raise me. But on the other hand, I had one foot in and one foot out because on the other hand, I was going to college at the time. And I was going to work at the time in a place called Royal Farms. I was working 40-hour weeks. And, you know, this career, this passion, this unlimited expression, it was, it was revitalizing me. And it felt like I was changing. It felt like I was becoming the person that I was meant to be. But on the other hand, um, like the job and college and all these traditional learnings was killing me. And so there was a split and a bit of a cognitive dissonance like, who am I? Who am I going to be? Because I say that I want to be this person over here that has you know, aspirations in terms of world domination, business and all that. But then, which both were trauma-based at the time. And then on the other side, like I'm doing this college and all this stuff. Like I'm doing the things that my parents want. And so I realized like I was living two different lives or living two different personalities and they would fight sometimes and i've experienced cognitive dissonance that ultimately slowed me down and so one of the things that i want to say is that i aspired i wanted to change but my environment was keeping me from changing okay and i think a lot of people might go through the same thing their environment keeps them from changing and one of the things that i wanted to bring up the most is that i experienced is that you know so they say you're the five uh, a combination of the five people that you hang out with And that includes, for me, digital personality. So I was hanging out with a lot of millionaires online. Not personally, but I was listening to their material, consuming their pockets. I was learning from them. I was changing. But on the other hand, I was still hanging out with my old friends. I was still hanging out with family. I was still hanging out with the same girl. And we were all toxic. And so there's this this beaming light coming through. And then this toxic darkness pulling me back. And so I got my foot on the pedal and foot on the brakes at the same time. One of the important things that I learned during this period in time is that there's a saying. All the sayings that we learned in childhood perfectly describe life. And one of them is Misery Loves Company. You know, they teach you the golden rule. Treat others the way you want to be treated. And Misery Loves Company. And I didn't know how true that was until I really started to get on the online business. You know, when I was in college and I was doing nothing, I was failing. Sure, people were mad at me. But, you know, funny enough, it wasn't until I started to try to aspire. to I tried to do things like bigger than that, I started to get straight up hate. You know, people would tell me things like, I've documented this on the podcast, uh, in the past like tell me like basically call me trash call me a leech call me a moocher you know because I wanted these dreams because I wanted bigger things in my life people got told me a snake oil salesman a scammer like when I started to aspire and, and and try to do better for the business I'm not gonna lie i I was met with more vicious responses responses from the people around me than I ever did in my life you know the people that raised me the people who supposedly love me and it, it it really killed me and so it put me into a state of confusion where it's like you know um, I didn't know who I was or who I wanted to be because every time my higher self would speak the people around me would aggravate my trauma and make me see through the lens of trauma once again. So I'm thinking, okay I want to be this person, I can. I think I can do it but under the surface is this voice, it's the trauma that's been running me all my life. Uh, maybe you can't, maybe it's not possible and somebody in my life will come and just reaffirm it. No, that's stupid, just go to college. No, that's stupid, just keep a job. You know I mean? And not, further, not only that, it would further uh, build upon that trauma. And so there's this force in life, like there's God, there's this divinity, there's this shining light. There's the highest you can come, your higher self. And then there's this trauma that's fighting against it that doesn't want you to become that. And this trauma not only is aggravated by the people around you, by the company that you keep, because misery loves company, they want to make sure you stay in that trauma. But furthermore, what's happening was the trauma was built. You know, my life at that point in time, my mind at that point in time was in a complete state of disarray. And the reason why is because there's these negotiations happening in mind. The real negotiations, when you're in the thick of it, kind of picks up. And so, you know, you have this identity of who you are, you know, um, and then you have society and your societal image. Um, In a lot of cognitive cognitive dissonance comes when 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 those things clash It just happened so that a lot of my societal image was based off trauma was based off toxic responses and toxic habits That would keep me in place And so it's the hardest experience in the world to become your higher self when you're trying to shed an image that society around you is Reaffirming and it's some of the most painful experiences in your life because of the cognitive dissonance that comes out So one part of your brain knows who you are but the art of like, you're this person, like, you're not the college kid. You're the business owner. You're a luminary. You're a person that's going to change the world. But in everybody else's minds around you, you're this person. Like, you're this college person. You're going to go to school. You're going to be mundane. You're going to work a regular job. And when the distance between those two identities, um, you know, come close to each other when people start to realize the other identity exists, um, and they get to catch on, they get, they get to catch on a scent like maybe he's not that person. The more you become anxious, the more you become depressed because you feel like you're losing the validation. An entire life is based on that validation, entire life because you were traumatized and you, you're living in a toxic environment is based on that love, based on that validation. So, you want the love of toxic people, you want to love, you want to be your toxic self, you want, you don't want to, you know, uh, to elevate. And it got me into such a darkness and such a funk where I would just sit in my room depressed all day long, anxious all day long. Like my heart and my mind would just be running a million miles per hour. I would literally just sit in the dark. I wouldn't even eat. You know, I was at the lowest weight in my life at that point. I was literally sick to the point where it was hard to even get out of bed. It was hard to even think positive just being in an environment that I was in. And I started to think almost that I was seasonally depressed. I started to think almost that I had I, I was just I was just naturally introverted. Like that's what I was just naturally in a panic state, and that's just how my brain was. I started to think that maybe I couldn't do great things. You know, I always had this hard, hard nosed mentality, but it's always something under the surface that says maybe, maybe, maybe maybe not maybe not now like i don't know how like my brain started to go into a low state it started to go into overdrive at the same time it's hard to explain the experience but if you're experiencing it right now which some of you are you know you know what i'm talking about and so you know uh you get these misconceptions about yourself um funny enough you know i started i kept fighting i kept going against it I didn't know how or what way that I would become myself, but I was determined to bridge the gap because the people online that I looked up to said I could. Because the people online that I looked up to said it was a possibility, said it should happen, said this is what life was about. I didn't know what would change. I tried everything. I would would meditate. You know, sometimes I would exercise. I would work on my business. I tried everything to get, you know, pull out of my environment. You know, the, the person that I wanted to be. You know, the lifestyle that I wanted to have. And funny enough... You know, it got to the point where uh, it was August 26, 2019. I got robbed in the middle of the night. It really showed me the brevity of life. And I remember looking at life at the tip of a gun um, and just thinking to myself like, yo, I didn't mean anything to anybody while I was here. I didn't change anything because I was living these toxic dreams of the people around me, these toxic requests. I was living out their life. I never really was myself. My will was subsumed by not only the companies in the world, and the advertising in the world, but the environment and the people around me, and they were driving this narrative. They were driving this person who was a low-down dog and never meant anything, and I promised myself at that point in time I'd never work a corporate job, and I ran away from home to L. A. essentially what happened in a nutshell actually i came i got kicked out of my house like a week after that because i refused to pay rent because i needed that for my business i quit my job and i wasn't going back to college and i wanted to lose my last use my last check to make this business so i got kicked in my house but essentially i ran away from la and i remember people would always ask me back home about my dreams about my My plans, my accomplishments, who I wanted to be And I always second-guessed, I always stuttered I always get a crazy amount of anxiety Because I had a lot of insecurity in these things Because the environment had reinforced a person inside of me That was traumatized, that was insecure, that didn't know who he was And so there was a constant of negotiation Like, I'm this person, but these are the conditions But maybe, but if you don't love me, like, maybe not Like, you know, I would always debate and and negotiate who I was I'm a a business owner, but if you want me to get a job You know, it was always this this debate because it was just so many voices around me and I ran away to LA I think subconsciously I knew I had to get rid of the voices and so when I get to la you know people would call me oh uh, how's the, how's the business they going and I would have that same anxiety I have the same second guess and I I, I, I I acted real confident but looking back I could tell subconsciously underneath the surface I really didn't know I really didn't believe in myself all the way I would talk like I believe in myself. I would feel on the surface like I believe in myself, but I feel subconsciously in the back of my mind. My habits, it was self-sabotage. My habits knew I didn't have what it took. My habits showed that like there was this negotiation going on that made me play it safe. you know. So that was the first year in LA. The second year in LA, it was a little bit of the same way. It was a little bit of the same way, um, but I got a little better. My third year in LA, uh, may- I'm just going by the year marks. It maybe wasn't a year. Maybe it was a few months and then another few months. But just by example, but my third year in LA the funniest thing happened. I remember go, uh, going to my job. I remember getting new friends I remember being around a new circle. I remember being being around meeting people like Vernon meeting people like uh, uh, Arian being around people who are dreamers and I remember slowly throughout time I became more and more and more and more solid the negotiations had trimmed down the anxiety the fear had went away I remember starting my podcast and the fear the anxiety the thoughts, the second guessing, the who I was, the confidence in who I was, the, sh- the timber in my, the shake in my voice, you know, um, when people ask me who I was, when people ask me who I thought I was, when people ask me what I want to be, I remember it going away, and I remember it being like replaced with a a a, a, sh- a great you know solid timber, uh, a voice that I didn't have before. I remember transforming from the the pig into the wild hawk, and from the boy into a man, and having a solidness of identity, a solidness of negotiation that couldn't shake. And I remember just looking back and realizing like i've come a long way why did i come a long way and started looking through my life and evaluating and realizing like oh i became the, the wrong way the, the, the right way because it's like the same way you learn anything you do this move over and over again, you get better at it you get solid at it you stop even thinking about it i don't have to think when i play a certain song on guitar because i did it over and over again and who we are the same way there were two personalities and I was rehearsing both of them. And so they say the one who chases two rabbits catches none. I was catching no rabbits. But when I moved to LA, I started rehearsing who I really was. I started going through the motions and becoming the character, becoming the person that I really wanted to be. And when I stopped rehearsing the old persona, the old personality, because I had to maintain expectations, that personality died off. And the only thing was left, that trauma died off. And the only thing that was left was myself. The only thing that was left was myself, and when I started rehearsing that person, and negotiations stopped, and I could align in my mind, my body, and spirit with that person, suddenly there was just a solidness there because eventually you'll be that person without thinking about it. And when I became that person without thinking about it, um. You know, there's just not a second guess. There's just not a question. You know, you have all these reverence experiences of who you think you are or who society think you are. Like the gap between who, who society thinks you are and who you actually are is what causes a lot of anxiety. It's what cause a lot of stress. When people ask you something and they look you in the eye, you're thinking, do they see the real me or do they see who they think I am? And if they see the real you, you feel like, because you're traumatized, oh, I'll lose their love, I'll lose their support but the moment you align fully with the real you if that's the only personality that you display and if you're definitively sure that's the only thing that people receive then suddenly the problem of anxiety that problem of cognitive dissonance that problem of oh I have to play a role or be a person that I'm not it'll go it'll go away and everything becomes solid you won't have to look away from eye contact the only reason we look away from eye contact or shy away from eye contact is when we try to deceive you think they're seeing the person you actually are so you look away you, but it's all in your body language and it's all like they see people people are pushed away from you because people want to get good emotions and they see fear in your body language it's like when you see somebody scared and you're like oh what's going on you get scared they want to pick up good vibes good habits with the, the thing that revolutionized your social skills more than anything is a solidness of who you are an alignment in who you are a purity in that essence when it's coming out of you a certainty to it that's really all confidence is what's the difference between this guy and this guy? oh this guy's so confident it's the confidence in the in living in your truth and who you are, and so one of the most powerful things of living your truth. Remember, I say this out loud. Misery loves company. It's cutting out all your bad company. Now people say, "Oh, I don't have money to move." Da, 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 I got here with negative three hundred dollars. You have to literally just jump in your car and go. Literally just jump in your car and go. Find a way. Find a way. Find a way. I have a friend that I was talking to recently. I'm not gonna put his name out there, um, but he was just telling me, like, man, like I just feel like I feel happy people feel this way every day I was like yeah he was like man this is insane I was like what what happened that made you feel that way he's like oh I just recently moved away from home one of the biggest changes in my life was facilitated by the biggest move so get your ass up and move stop being around the same deadbeats stop being around the same misery that loves your company Stop being around that. You have to change. I say this because I love you. I say this because I love you. I swear to God I love you. I swear to every God in every language, and every spirit or reality, I love you. And I want you to feel better. And one of the things you have to do is say, "Mm, get off me. Get off me. Get off me. You have to move. You have to shake. The family that you love, you have to leave behind. The friends that you love, you got to leave behind. You want to be somebody else or you want to be like them? Ask yourself that. You want to be like them. Them. So one of the things that will trigger the life that you want, one of the things that will trigger your social skills is being to yourself. Allowing yourself to become who you are. Allowing. And a lot of us in this podcast, we're so traumatized. A lot of us are probably college dropouts. I don't know if all of us, but a lot of us are probably college dropouts. Shout out to you if you're not. But college was one of the primary points where you move away from home and you begin to discover who you are. You begin to undo a lot of the bad things that you learn. You begin to stop having those negotiations. You become the person you're supposed to be. But we never had that because we we dropped out. So, with that being said, man, you have to move away from home. You have to move away from home and begin the rehearsal of who you are. And I talk about that in the 7 Habits. Um, So, you can get that www.socialskillsfordummies.com slash 7 Habits. The number 7, then Habits. So, I'm going to probably put it up today. I got a lot of time today, but we'll see what happens. Um, it's cool. It'll be a PDF download, and it'll just tell you the seven habits that you need to follow every morning. And it just revolutionize your social skills. These are su- super simple habits. Like, like I don't know. Like, I don't know. They, these, man, crazy. www.socialskillsfordummies.com slash seven habits. Just go and just download it. It'll just require you to enter your email address, and it will send it over to you. But with that being said man I'm all talked out man I appreciate you so much for listening I'm just hyped up Please leave those motherfuckers behind I try not to curse on this podcast Because every time a podcaster I listen to Curses like I kind of like tense up Even though I curse myself in real life But leave those motherfuckers behind man I don't care Leave those bitch ass niggas behind I said it I'm sorry But hey man that's how I feel man Leave that ass behind man You deserve better You you the truth You the GOAT Know, Know yourself Believe in yourself I, you, Regardless of what happens man, I'm gonna be in your ear. I'm gonna be by your side. You can be in the middle of Montana You're gonna be able to hear my voice and I'm gonna be talking to you. I'm gonna guide you through it. You're not alone. I Remember man just man moving from my house to my girlfriend's house back home getting kicked out of her house and sleeping at a baseball Field and the only person I had in the world was Russell Brunson The only person I had in the world was Frank Kern. The only person I had in the world was Owen Cook I remember sitting outside sleeping on a baseball like years before that Sleeping, like for a few days when My parents kicked me out when I was 18 Sleeping on a bench And the only person I had in the world Was these digital personalities that told me No, no, you're right, keep going, keep going, keep going You could be in the middle of Montana You could be in the middle of fucking Africa You could be in the middle of India You could be in the middle of Russia It don't matter, I'm going to be here with you you have to take the leap. I'm gonna be here with you, and sometimes you're gonna feel like I didn't guide you right because you're not all the way there yet. You're not at the end of the journey. You can't see the light at the end of the tunnel. Sometimes you're gonna feel like I betrayed you. Sometimes you you're gonna feel like I didn't fucking care. But I care. I'm here with you. I'm in your ear. I need you to pull the trigger because I need you to live. Everybody around you, the world, they need you to be your best self. And if you don't be your best self, you take the world from us. Remember that. Remember the conversation I had about divine remember the conversation I had about the vine we need you